Hello York families, my name is Kyle Shainer and I'm a senior at York High School. During the upcoming Fine Arts Week, my band and I will be, will be performing as part of the talent show and are very excited for the opportunity. This is the Duke cast for March 4th, 2023. Join us for an in-depth look at the people and programs that make York High School great. This week, Dr. Bagdasarian sits down with the director of Fine Arts Week, Chris Gemko, as well as student producers, Lainey Toffler and Eva Rand. This is your... Good afternoon, everybody. This is your principal, Dr. Bagdasarian, and this week's edition of the DukeCast podcast. We have some very special guests with us. Today is Friday, March 3rd. Uh, today we have uh, Chris Gemkow, who is a music production and guitar teacher here at York. Welcome, Mr. Gemkow. And we also have Eva Rand and Lainey Toffler. Welcome to the DukeCast podcast. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll start with you, Mr. Gemkow. Uh, first off, just tell us a little bit about your background, how long you've been at York High School, and... Um, and a little bit about Fine Arts Week next week. Sure, yeah. I've This is actually my 17th year here at, at uh, York High School. I started off um, in the special ed department, and I was, uh, had an opportunity to start teaching guitar uh, through just a relationship I had with Mr. Riddle, who identified um, like uh, something that I could offer that wasn't being served. And, and so long story short, I ended up teaching guitar and music production and that led to me uh, taking over Fine Arts Week when Mr. Merrill retired. Uh, and so I don't even know, I don't even know what, the, what that year was, but I know <laughs> that Fine Arts Week has been going on for decades. And um, so it's uh, just this annual event that, uh, it's it just, Fine Arts Week is a great celebration of all the students here who um, want to express their artistic side, but maybe there's not an opportunity in an average week or an average day or an average semester for them to do so. And so this week is dedicated to those students who already are in the arts, but even more so for people who um, want to take that chance and uh, display that other side of themselves that maybe their yeah. classmates and teachers don't get to see. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing week next week from uh, March 6th through the 10th, Monday through Friday, uh, just seeing all the different talents from our students. And it's amazing um, just to see how talented our students are in the extracurriculars, whether it's art, music, theater, athletics. Um, we just have had a, an amazing year, and I think um, it's going to be a very exciting week to see our kids perform. So um, so, so we have Eva and Lainey with us, too, also, uh, with us also. Um, so tell us a little bit about your roles with Fine Arts Week and what, what role do you play, whether you're performing or planning um, for, for the week. Okay, um, I'll start. Eva, we'll start with you, yes. Um, so I'm actually the president of Fine Arts Week, um, and I'm the stage manager during the actual week. So, um, you know, I do a lot of the things that people do just being, like, president of a club. So I, like, run our meetings and all that stuff. But Fine Arts Week is less of a club and more of an organization. So I do a lot of organizing behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, we work together to get all of our outside performers who are coming in. We do like all of like the selections and stuff for all the kids who are coming in uh, to perform, and all of like the advertising and all that stuff. So I'm a big part of kind of just all those things. And, and what's the time commitment for that? I think leading up to Finance Week, like, what does the time commitment look like? You know, from like January through you know the, the beginning of March. Well, we actually start at the beginning of the school year. Okay. Um, so we meet every Wednesday throughout the entire school year leading up to Fine Arts Week. And there's still stuff we do after Fine Arts Week as well. But 
Um, I mean, club meetings, it's at least an hour each week. But leading up to Fine Arts Week, I definitely start doing a lot more outside the club as well. I definitely spend a couple hours each weekend working on just little things that I need to get done for it. Um, but the actual week leading up to it, I mean, we have rehearsals that are like, what, like three hours long right. um, for each set of York Lies, which is like our student performers. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also like spending time after school for like all of our selections and all that stuff. And I stay after school uh, after most of our meetings to keep working on stuff and I'll come in during lunch and stuff like that as well. Right. So wow. it's a pretty big time commitment. That is a big commitment. Thank you for that work. Lainey, what about you? What's your role within uh, Fine Arts Week next week? Um, one of my main things is performing. I think I'm in five acts this year, which is wow. really exciting. I'm very excited to be playing with people from freshmen to seniors and just excited to share what we've been rehearsing. I'm also the backline manager, and I'm going to be helping out with sound on stage crew. So it's been great being a part of Fine Arts Week committee this year and helping plan as well. That's great. Amazing. And Mr. Gemkow, just talk a little bit about the format for Fine Arts Week. I know it's full days. We have uh, event or performances going on throughout the school day, but just talk a little bit about that. Well, our, <clears throat> our primary goal is to uh, just give students a chance to perform and present what already, what's already happening in the school that we can highlight in the week during the school day. We, we have the auditorium at our disposal for the whole entire week, and so our main goal is to start with the students. Uh, there's York Live, there's sp speech team, there's uh, jazz ensemble, acapella groups, and there's so many different student groups that we, we already have right here that we want to celebrate and allow um, students come to come support them. Uh, then we think about um, collegiate groups uh, from COD or from Elmers, or from DePaul, or from wherever, mm -hmm. from uh, U of I that might want to come and share uh, something that their college is doing with the arts, whether it's dance, whether it's um, uh, we have the NIU um, steel drum band here a couple years ago. So yeah. what, any any um, any program that's that's interested in sharing. Um, uh, something that they're doing at the collegiate level. And then there's also the opportunity to um, talk about professionals, what professionals mm -hmm. are here. We, always, we tried to keep it local because um, it, it's more difficult to, to book somebody who's from a different town to bring them in. It's more yep. expensive. But if we, we try to think about who are the artists in Elmers, who are the artists in Chicago, who are the artists in this area that, that might be willing to come in and talk about their career in the arts, how do they make their how do they make their their passion their right. artistic passion into a career, um, and why is that important to keep art in your life even if it doesn't become your career? Right. So uh, I guess that goal would be to expose the students to all the different types of possibilities, professional career paths right. that, that you right. could take, um, and not to just essentially don't hood away your artistic passion once you leave high school and you know right th it's just as important to do keep those things you love in your life because those things will make your life better absolutely you. and i can attest it as as well you know i'm a former violin player um, <laughs> believe it or not and also sang in a professional choir growing up um and, and just and also played the guitar a little bit um mm -hmm. i'm not great but uh, but it does you know when i look back to my time you know, performing and doing those things, it, it really has had a tremendous impact 
on my life. So I, I do know that um, for, for our students, you know, especially, you know, sticking with it and really staying with it even, you know, after high school and, um, and taking advantage of those things um, because it, it could be a hobby. It could be something you can excel at. So, um, well, and there's also, I mean, one actual piece of evidence, uh, a good reason to keep it in your life. You never know when that passion could end up becoming your career. Right, right. I started teaching English and special ed, right. but I kept music in my life because that was my passion. I never expected to get paid to do it. Right. And somehow, never saw it coming, had an opportunity to m incorporate it into what I get paid to do. Right, right. So I I'm a true believer, and it's like whether – whether you think it's going to give you a paycheck or not, if you love it, you got to keep it in your life. Absolutely. Follow your passion. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Eva, tell us a little bit about your plans for next year. What do you plan on majoring in? Where do you plan on going to school if you've decided or haven't decided yet? Uh, yeah. So, I'm going to be going to college next year. I'm not sure exactly where yet. Still waiting on a lot of schools to come back. Um, but I'm definitely – you'll probably see me out on the East Coast somewhere. Um, that's – my whole area, and I love it. Um, I'm gonna be majoring in neuroscience, uh, focusing more on like the cognitive science path. It's a little bit different at every wow. school, like what it is, but I just, I don't know, I love it. I wanna work with people, um, and I just, I love the sciences, and yeah. I obviously, I love the arts as well. I'm not personally, I'm not a performer, um, but this has always been like my way of getting involved with it because I love to be a part of like this whole thing. So I love that Fine Arts Week really gives me like that opportunity to be a part of the fine arts and even just to like be a part of like the whole community of musicians and performers within the school because like they're all just amazingly talented and amazing people. Um, so yeah, but I definitely want to keep the arts in my life wherever I'm going, even yeah. though I'm following more of a science path for That's college. That's great. That's great. Lainey, what about you? I'm planning to major in political science on the pre-law track. Um, I'm going to stay in the Midwest. Just got a couple of schools I'm deciding between. Um, music is a huge part of my life as well, and I find it really important to keep that, especially since I'm not going into music. So whether that's through possibly college marching band or joining an a cappella group or making my own band in college, I'll definitely implement it in some um, way in my life. And also, I think that with going into a social studies major it's really it's really what it's all about with having um culture as a huge part of it right. so i think that um music is definitely going to continue being a huge part of my life even though it's not yeah. my major no question and both of you will be very successful when you leave york high school so um and then also the last question um who is a teacher that has had an impact on you over the past four years at york um, a teacher that has had an impact on me in the last four years, uh, I would say probably Mr. Burke and Ms. Froats. They're my advanced journalism advisors. Something I find just so cool about them is they really inspire us to follow every story that we are curious about. And they're just so supportive of everything that's going on during um, the school year. Recently, we've been actually working on the Fine Arts Week mini magazine. And um, I actually interviewed Dan Kanopka, who was in the band OK Go, and will be performing here, as well as some other artists. And that's we were awesome. able 
to make those connections ahead of time with the artist before they even got here. And we just sent our magazine off to the printer. So they've just been really supportive of everything that we do and everything around the school. And it's awesome to be a part of that program. That's great. That's great. Eva, what about you? Um, So I've had a lot of really amazing teachers at York, but one that sticks out to me that's just like really present in my life right now is actually a new teacher. His name is Mr. Buckley. He's my math teacher uh, for Calculus AB. He's just like one of the most understanding teachers that I've ever had. Um, I'm not quick with math. Even though I'm in a higher level math class, it's still really, really hard for me. Um, And he just like, he's one of the only teachers that like really like takes like the time to like work with every student like individually um i spend so much time like in the math lab and he helps me so much so that's great he's just especially because he's a first year teacher i just he's amazing that's great that's great glad you had some great experiences there so um that concludes this edition of the ducast podcast once again thank you very much for being guests today and we look forward to um to just you know watching all the great talents at york high school next week and um, it's going to be a very exciting week and energetic week, of course. But thank you for all your work with that and putting that together. But I um, hope all of you have a wonderful weekend, and go Dukes! Dukecast is a production of the students of York High School. This episode was edited by Jack Borchers. The fight song is courtesy of the York Marching Band. For more information about York High School, visit the links in the show notes of this episode. <laughs>